challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you heart to heart in this podcast about something that deeply disturbs me. And I want to put a commission on you before I'm done with this podcast. So get ready. I heard a statistic this past week that really, really disturbed me. And you would think since I work in this field that I would know this statistic, but I didn't. I confess it. I was told by an expert that 90% of the churches in America do not have any kind of men's program, men's ministry, they would call it. Now, I know there are guys listening to this podcast who aren't Christians, don't go to churches, and you know I love you and you know you're welcome. I got every kind of person listening to this podcast, and it's one of the badges of honor that you give me. I love hearing from my Pakistani crowd. I love hearing from my Kurdish crowd. and I hear from my vocal atheists from time to time. And of course, a lot of you guys are Christians, and some are Jews, and some are Muslims. But I'm, I'm delighted that, that you're all here. But this statistic bothers me for this reason, and I want every single one of you of every religion and no religion to think about it. It is that the churches in America are the primary organizations that budget for men's outreach, men's programs, men's development, men's leadership, men's counseling, and that execute any kind of program for it. It's not primarily the universities. It's not primarily the government or military bases. It's not primarily private companies. It's not primarily schools at a lower level uh, than colleges and universities. It is primarily churches. So if that's the organization that we're having to rely on for any kind of organized men's outreach, men's impact, men's development, and 90% of the churches in America don't even have meaningful programs, then we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And it's not just that I'm disappointed with the church or the churches. It is that I'm looking for any kind of organizations that will begin to come together, that will begin to budget, that will begin to see the value of this. Now, I do a lot of men's speaking, and I'm delighted for it. I speak at conferences. I speak at churches. I've spoken at universities. I've spoken on military bases, and I'm delighted for all of it. I'm not complaining. It's not like Stephen needs a job. That's not the issue. The issue is we've got a generation of young men to impact. We've got a generation of largely unfathered young men to develop and to train and to bring up, and we've got to rescue manhood in our generation. And by the way, I've referenced the United States because that's what I have a statistic for, but this is an issue worldwide. I've spoken to men, big gatherings of men in the Philippines and in Europe and and in uh, New Zealand and elsewhere. Uh, I mean, all over the world, South America, care deeply about this cause And I'm disturbed because there's not an organization out there that I can find other than the churches in whatever country that have any kind of ongoing, budgeted, prioritized work with men going. And if only if 90% of the churches, at least in the U.S., don't have any any kind of program, then we're screwed. And I got to tell you, too, I've also been to some gigantic churches and spoken there. 
and I'm talking about 10,000, 20,000, I'll ask about the men's ministry because maybe I'm just speaking on Sunday or maybe I'm doing a conference on another subject. I'll ask them about what they're doing with men. And, and the pastor will sometimes, I'm talking about fine men here now, they will often tell me what their numbers are. Yeah, we get we get 500 guys together to go on a retreat or we get 500 guys together for two conferences every year. But if you got 20,000 people in your church, then arguably just under 10,000 are men. And you're getting 500 and you're excited about it. Now, my point is not to rebuke you. I'm glad you got those 500 going. Do you see the crisis we're dealing with? Where are we gathering men to have an impact? And I got to tell you that, that it is time for all of us to take responsibility for this. I want to challenge you. I want to talk to you real straight. I want to urge you to look around at your world and consider how you can pull together some men. I'm not talking about some big thing so that people can come in and speak. Now, if you've got that kind of command, you've got that kind of reach, you've got that kind of budget, absolutely pull together as many men as you can in your community. Do it with churches. Do it outside of churches. Uh, I mean, I've done men's conferences in, in gigantic bars. I've done men's conferences in parks. Uh, I mean, all kinds of events. But if you've got the kind of reach to have a big old event and bring in an outside speaker, great. I, I just encourage you to do it as strongly as I possibly can. But I'm talking about at the very least, every man listening to this podcast can pull together five other guys for a feed fest and process a book together or talk together. Just talk about, just get together and bring up, don't even tell them what it's about. Bring up the subject. What what, what are the biggest lessons about manhood you've ever learned? What, what, what your father tell you? What was it like? Just Just start talking about it. Start processing it. Or, or, or use a, a news story, pull 10 guys together for a burger fest on the back patio uh, or at your house or at a restaurant in the back room and say, look, I got this news story about this idiot who shot up a synagogue in California, 19 years old, uh, the son of a pastor, by the way, that'll disturb some of us who are Christians, and shot up a synagogue with his white supremacist, racist, anti-Semitic crap. What are we going to do about this as men? How, how can men come together? And make a difference here. I know you're feeling my passion. The reason is I'm not angry at you, but I, as a guy who wants to impact men, yeah, I'll do, I'll sponsor big events in my life where my team's getting ready for that. We're going to do some big events and we'll be announcing these through the podcast and all of our other media, but that alone's not going to get it done. Everybody, every man's got to become a change agent. You got to talk to your son and your sons-in-law and your grandsons, of course, but you also got to pull together guys in the community. And if you've got reach, if you've got a position, if you've got an organization, what about your company uh, sponsoring a community gathering of men and bringing in a speaker? What about uh, teaming up with the churches and doing something that's not just uh, narrowly church, you understand how I mean, that are narrowly religious, but broad and brings in people from the community? What about that? Uh, what can you do? What reach do you have? Your business, your department, your church, your synagogue. Uh, your temple, whatever it is you've got, whatever it is you've got going. Some of the men that are who are most lit up about this that, that I'm talking about, believe it or not, are Sikhs. I mean, I, I'm just getting my mind around what Sikhs actually believe. And I used to teach systematic world religions. Um, but, you know, I, I could teach the basics, but these guys are helping me understand their vision of manhood. And so my point's not to get you to be, you know, broadly and generically religious. That's that's not the point. It's not primarily about religion, even though I'm, I'm talking about the churches. It's about what organizations, what gatherings are going to help stem this tide of the decline in manhood in our generation. What, are, what role are you going to play? I believe that every single one of us have within our reach, within our power, 
to create some kind of gathering. You can put five guys in a dorm room with chips and dip and watch some videos. You can process a book. You can have a conversation. You can pull together people. You can go to the president of your university and say, can we have some kind of a men's gathering? Can we, can we pull men together and talk about these relevant issues? You can use news stories. You can use recent happenings on the campus. I mean, good Lord, on the campuses, 20% of all uh, women, as you've heard me say many, many times, on American college and university campuses are sexually abused. That alone ought to cause most university presidents to want to have some kind of a noble manhood event every year. Now, listen, I'll be happy to help. Tell them to call me. I'm not saying they got to hire me, but I'll be happy to consult a bit to help get that, that, or that uh, event going. But we've got to do something. We've got to use our companies, our businesses, our influence, our banks, our financial institutions, our positions in our universities, our positions in uniform, whatever. I've spoken to police groups. I've spoken to firemen's groups. I mean, I believe in this, and I think we can do it. So we can't, we, as wonderful as the churches are, we can't wait for them. As wonderful as the, there's a, a new vision of, of Promise Keepers that's going to be happening, a new version, Promise Keepers 2.0, so to speak. That's great. It's not going to solve everything we need. We need it at the grassroots level. We need every man a change agent. We need every man gathering the men he can reach and influence and doing something fun, doing something with that indirect connection I talk about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, get my little book, Building Your Band of Brothers, and it'll help you think that through. But figure out some way that you can begin to gather people and make a difference with men. Don't just rely on some central organization to put together some event that everybody in your world will attend. It's not happening very often. It's not happening very well. And apparently, it's happening amongst a very small group of churches. So make a difference. Let's do this. Let's get this done. Let's turn the downward tide of the downward um, spiraling downward of manhood in our generation around. And let's do it by getting men together, starting to embed the principles of noble manhood in each other's lives. To join the great man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.